You are listening to the Good Day Wellness Podcast, a podcast dedicated to boosting your mood. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I'm here to support you on the way to calming your mind and nourishing all aspects of your life. Together, we can bridge the connection between body and mind and make every day a good day. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Good Day Wellness Podcast. I am here to boost your mood. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Balsam, producing ready-made meals right here in SA using local produce and no preservatives, only the good stuff. Enjoy 30% off your first home delivery box using Good Day at balsam.com.au. Let's start with our mood boosting tip of the day, as we always do on this podcast. Now, this one is about something I am absolutely loving right now. I have been having it daily, and if you follow me on my socials, you would see me post about it, but it is sour cherry juice. Cherry juice has so many benefits on your health, including mood-boosting properties, which is what we love here at Good Day Wellness. Now, it contains tryptophan, which is a precursor to serotonin, as we all know and love as our happiness hormone. Now, cherries are rich in melatonin, which is a hormone crucial for regulating your sleep patterns. So when you go to bed at night, your melatonin levels should be a lot higher than they are in the morning to help you have a restful sleep. So those adequate... um, levels of melatonin result in a restful night's sleep. And we all know when it comes to mental health, physical health, and just your health in general, that sleep is literally the cornerstone of everything. So when you have a good sleep, you will have better mental health the next day. So that's one of its main benefits, which I love. Now, cherry juice also has a high antioxidant content, which helps combat oxidative stress in your body, which can contribute to mood disorders. Now, their anti-inflammatory properties also play a role in reducing inflammation associated with a low mood. Amazing. And cherry's low glycemic index and nutrient density support stable blood sugar levels and your overall health. So that indirectly contributes to an improved mood. So just one glass of cherry juice has so much goodness in there. And if you're someone who really loves tartness, like you like something sweet but sour, then you're going to love cherry juice. I really, really love it. Now, a little tip here, when you're buying it, make sure that it is pure 100% cherry juice that's concentrated. You don't want to get anything that has had any flavors, preservatives and sugars added. You don't want that. You just want the pure good stuff. That's what we're looking for. Okay, so that's our mood boosting tip. Go ahead, go get yourself some cherry juice. I actually have lots of people ask me where I get it from. And to be honest, I just get it from an independent grocer. So like a food land here in Adelaide, health food stores have it. Um, Yeah, you'll be able to find it online as well if you can't find it in store. Alrighty, so now I'm going to move on to the episode of the day. And today I'm going to be talking about the four stages of your menstrual cycle and what you should be eating at each phase, as well as how you should be moving your body. 
Throughout the month, a woman's body goes through so many different stages. And by understanding where we are at with our cycle and what our body needs at each of those stages, we will be able to give our body what it needs to thrive. So I'm going to break down those four stages for you today and hopefully make it really, really simple for you to understand so that way you can go away and do what you need to do. Um, But first things first, uh, this is something we all need to start with, but it's so important to actually know where you're at with your cycle. So if you're not already tracking your cycle, then that's something you need to start doing because it just gives you power over knowing where you're at with your cycle. So I use an app called Clue to track my cycle and it just allows me to see where I'm at at every stage of the month. Um, I'm sure there's many, many other apps that you can use. It's just great to have it there because there are moments where I'll be super sensitive emotionally or I'll wake up and I'm super fatigued and I'm like, what's going on? I felt so good yesterday. Why do I feel like I'm in such a slump today? And then I can check my Clue app and I can see, okay, I'm in this phase of my cycle or I'm about to get my period. So that would explain you know, why I'm feeling this way. And it just gives you a little bit of clarity, which is always really, really nice. Okay. Now the menstrual cycle consists of four main phases. So you've got menstruation, the follicular phase, ovulation, and the luteal phase. Each of these phases brings different hormonal shifts and changes in your energy levels, in your sex drive, in your motivation, moods, and nutritional needs. So unlike men, women experience so many hormonal changes throughout the month. So I think this is also a really great episode to send to your partners so they can actually understand all the many changes us women have to experience on a day-to-day basis with our hormones. So, you know, if your boyfriend's not getting it, send him this episode. (laughs) So learning to flow with your cycles is going to empower you to live a better life that is in sync to your hormones and to your needs. So we live in a world where it's go, 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 and we always need to hustle, but it shouldn't be like that all the time. That just leads to burnout, fatigue, restlessness, and our body always getting sick. So this episode is here to help you thrive and take away that pressure that is always expected of you to be at the exact same level every stage of the month because it's just not practical. And I'm going to break it down for you and help you understand why. Okay, so we're going to start with our first phase, which is menstruation. Now, this is generally day one to five of your cycle. Menstruation is your bleed. So when you get your period and that bleed can last anywhere from three to sometimes seven days, it it honestly just depends on the individual. Now, the way I like to describe the menstrual phase is the low and lazy phase, because it's a time of your cycle where you're most likely to experience lower energy levels. You may be feeling a little bit more low with your moods and it's a time we should embrace being lazy in a good way. Your body is literally bleeding. It is shedding and doing something pretty intense. So learning to embrace that and understand that during this period, it should, you know, you should just allow your body to rest and be lazy and it's okay. That's what you need at this point in time. 
So in terms of nutritional choices during this phase, it's all about energy, giving yourself enough energy and also replenishing iron that may be lost through your bleed, depending on how heavy you are. Um, So it's important to make sure you're giving your body all the food groups with each meal of the day. So making sure your plate consists of a portion of protein, carbs, and healthy fats is really important. I talk about that literally all the time. So that's always going to be a given in everything. It's just, like I said, that is your foundation of your plate. When you tick off those nutrients, you're you're good. Like you have got the foundations, you can kind of keep moving forward. So that's just going to help you tick off your macro requirements, which is going to contribute to your energy and of course, a stable blood sugar level, which is really, really important in terms of anxiety and moods and just energy levels in general. Now, in terms of iron-rich foods, you want to look at increasing dark leafy greens. So this is also important to support your liver function and that detoxification of estrogen and hormones that may build up in your liver. Um, So dark leafy greens, you know, kale, spinach, Swiss chard, all of those delicious things. Then you have things like lean meats, you know, your steak and your chicken and fish, all of those beautiful things. And beans, they're a good one. And of course, this is another little tip, but pairing all of your iron-rich foods with vitamin C-rich foods, such as capsicum, citrus fruits, berries, because the vitamin C is actually what helps your body absorb iron. So without vitamin C in your body, you will struggle to absorb and break down iron. So having those foods together on the plate, so you know, you have your steak and you might have your Uh, greens on the same plate. Perfect. Um, Now, something we can experience during menstruation is period pain. It's not normal. I just want to get that clear. Period pain is not normal, but it can be common. Now, there are foods you should increase during this time to really help reduce that inflammation and keep that pain at bay, which is what we all want. Now, what I suggest here is cutting out caffeine and coffee and replacing it with something like a turmeric latte. So caffeine can contribute to period pain because it increases inflammation and increases cortisol. But turmeric, on the other hand, can actually reduce that pain that is associated with menstruation because it kind of has the opposite effect. I have this really delicious latte recipe that I make. I'll post it on my socials. I'll put it on my website as well. But it's basically made up of turmeric, ginger and cinnamon, which are all the things we should increase when we have our period because they all have those anti-inflammatory, antioxidant benefits that we really love and our body really needs at this point in our cycle. So as well as the above, having foods that are rich in your B vitamins like B6 and B12 will really help with your energy levels during this period. So this includes foods such as lean meats and eggs. If you crave sweet foods during this time, just be conscious of how much sugar you are consuming, especially if you're someone who experiences period pain, as the sugar will actually make it worse because it increases inflammation. Um, So aim for dark chocolate. Or another really good recipe, which can be tasty, so don't toss it until you try it, is an avocado mousse. It's made up of avocado and cacao, and it's actually really yummy. I'll post a recipe of that as well. Or a chia seed pudding. So they're all rich in your antioxidants. They're also really rich in your omega-3 fatty acids, and they will do the job to curb your sweet cravings. So, you know, look at 
how can I make a conscious swap here? You know, when you're bleeding, when you have your period, your body needs more from you in terms of energy, in terms of nutrition. So you really need to do your best to give it as much as you can when it comes to wholesome foods. So in summary, consuming balanced meals with all macronutrients, making sure you are replenishing your iron through iron-rich foods, and pairing this with foods rich in vitamin C, and of course, eating your B vitamins, very important, and avoiding caffeine and being cautious of the amount of sugar you have is what you should be mindful of during that menstruation phase. Now, we're going to chat about exercise during the menstrual phase. Now, this is a time we need to rest. It's so important we listen to our body and let it do its thing. Let it menstruate. Let our body relax. I think on days one and two or whenever you are bleeding the heaviest, you shouldn't engage in any exercise. Maybe a light walk or a little stretch, but just rest. Honestly, just do nothing. It's definitely not the time to be lifting super heavy weights or doing a full HIIT workout. After day one and two, it's nice to move your body by doing mindful movement, which can include yoga or beach walks or, you know, low resistance training. And this type of exercise is good because it will promote blood flow in the body and that may even reduce cramps. Of course, any exercise also leads to a boost in endorphins, which is really going to support your mental health during this time. So in summary, I just say avoid any intense exercise, listen to your body and know that it's okay to rest. Your period happens once a month for a few days. Nothing is going to change significantly in your health or in your muscles, if you don't go to the gym and do an intense workout, let your body do its thing. Let it rest, let it recover, and then you'll be back to your normal self in no time, feeling energized, okay? So learn to listen in. All right, let's move on to the next phase, which is the follicular phase. Now, this phase occurs, usually occurs from day six to day 14 of your cycle. It usually lasts around nine days, but that can vary on when you ovulate. So the follicular phase is a time of renewal and preparation for ovulation. Estrogen levels will rise and energy levels increase. So I like to call this the mood boosting phase because this is when your mood is going to rise and your energy will rise. So as your estrogen levels rise, this increases your motivation levels and in turn that will increase your mood. So it's a really positive time and, you know, it's a good phase to kind of bloom. I like to look at it as mood boosting blooming phase. Let's call it that. (laughs) Now, during this phase, it's important to focus on hormone balance. As you are having a spike in estrogen, you want to balance that out and support that with phytoestrogen rich foods. So this includes foods like flax seeds, which are really great. And they can be added into things like salads and smoothies and protein bowls. Um, And lentils are also really great at this time as well. Of course, we want to focus on the consumption of complex carbohydrates as we are replenishing our energy levels and really want that stable release to support us with our newfound burst of energy. So things like rolled oats, brown rice, um, sourdough, your pasta, legumes are all really great options here. So 
We always just want to maintain those omega-3 rich foods. I feel like no matter what stage of your cycle you are at, this is something you do need to look for, something you do need to focus on because it is important. It does play an important role. So that's things like your chia seeds, oily fish, salmon, mackerel, sardines, nuts and seeds, and all those anti-inflammatory foods, essentially. Now, this is also a really great time for you to get creative in the kitchen. As your energy levels and your moods increase, you are, you know, it's time to make the most of it. It's time to experiment, use this energy, get in the kitchen, experiment with new recipes, look at what wholesome, vibrant foods can I use in my meal prep. And it's also a really good time to prep in advance because as you move through different stages of your cycle, you may not have the energy that you have in different phases. So use the time efficiently and say, okay, I know that when menstruation comes around, I'm probably not going to be at my best. So I'm going to prep for that now. I'm going to put some things in the freezer. So it's a really good time to get creative. Now, in terms of movement, this is your time to really go for it. Your energy is high. You will be feeling stronger. So now is the best time to do those higher intensity workouts and, you know, go for a run, do all the cardio you want at this stage because you have the energy levels for it. It's also a good time for strength training and a good time to build. So lifting heavier weights at this stage is also a really good good thing to do. It's a good time for it. Your body's going to be feeling up for it and ready. Okay, so now let's move on to our ovulation phase. This is the third phase in our cycle. Now, this is typically day 14-ish, depending on your cycle. I like to call this the feeling yourself phase. Your confidence is probably going to be higher than ever. Your sex drive will be higher. Your energy levels will remain high and you will just be feeling pretty good at this point. Ovulation is the release of a mature egg from one of your ovaries. It usually occurs around the middle of your menstruation cycle, approximately on day 14. But it can happen earlier or later, just depending on the individual, just depending on what your cycle is like. Now, this is when babies are made. So if you want to get pregnant, this is the time to have sex. This is the time to get freaky with your partner. If you don't want to get pregnant, make sure to practice safe sex because fertility is at its absolute highest here. Now, during ovulation, progesterone levels rise, potentially leading to increased appetite and an increase in your body temperature as well. So at this point in your cycle, it's really good to increase your intake of protein. So opt for higher levels of protein as this is what's going to give you enough fuel to satisfy those appetite levels as well as support muscle recovery during this time where you're probably going to be feeling a little bit more active. Again, we are focusing on that build and repair. So this is why protein is crucial at this point in your cycle. As well as a balanced diet, go hard on your fruit and veggies as they not only contain a really great amount of antioxidants, vitamins and minerals, but they also contain electrolytes to keep your body hydrated. Now, this is important at this stage of your cycle, especially because if you're someone who experiences that increase in your body temperature, you're probably going to be feeling a little bit more sweaty. If you're more active, you're going to be more sweaty and having that balance in your electrolytes is super, super important. So look at making sure that you have those electrolytes, but you're really staying hydrated. 
So exercise during ovulation is pretty similar to exercise during the follicular phase. So your energy levels will be higher, so make the most of it. It's a great time for HIIT training and strength training and just a great time to challenge yourself in the gym. So if you have goals that you want to achieve, do it in your ovulation phase because you're more likely to achieve them because of your energy levels at that point in time. So of course, if you are going for it, you are getting you know busy at the gym, you just want to make sure that you are recovering properly after a workout with the right nutrition and, de- and hydration. Okay, and the last phase of our menstrual cycle is the luteal phase. Now, this takes place over days 15 to 28. The luteal phase begins after ovulation and lasts until the start of your next menstrual period. So it usually lasts around 14 days, but of course that can vary. Now, if pregnancy doesn't occur... Hormonal changes signal the uterine lining to shed, marking the start of a new menstrual cycle. So I like to call this the sensitive Sally phase. (laughs) This is when you are most likely to experience a drop in your mood, experience mood swings and just feel a little or a lot more sensitive than usual. So this is because of the drop in energy levels and the rise in those progesterone levels. Now, personally, when I reach the luteal phase of my cycle, I turn into an eating machine. I am an absolute beast. I feel like I could eat everything and anything and I just don't feel full. And that is when I experience a lot of cravings. So I experience... I'll have a craving for sweet and then I'll have a craving for savory. I just feel like my body is out of control. Um, However, there are things we can do to support that. So firstly is increasing your levels of magnesium during this time is really, really important. Not only will it support your muscles, but it will also help to stabilize your mood and your energy levels. So dark leafy greens, Dark chocolate, nuts and seeds, all really great sources of magnesium. I also like to get a magnesium oil. So especially during this phase and menstruation, I always use a magnesium oil and I will rub it on my belly and I'll rub it on the bottom of my feet every night before bed because it really, your body just absorbs it so well and you do need more of it during this phase. So I just like to have it. It also helps to um, support your sleep. So, you know, we need to really optimize sleep at this stage of our cycle before heading into our bleed where we're going to be feeling really fatigued and, and flat. Um, Now, complex carbohydrates like potato and sweet potato and grains are important um, as they will really help to stabilize your blood sugar levels, which have a big impact on your mood and energy. Now, it's also a time where you want to up your omega-3 fatty acids again, which is going to reduce that inflammation. So this is super important if you experience cramps. And, you know, if you're someone that gets really painful period, your what you do during the this phase of your cycle is really going to impact how you feel during your bleed. So, you know, really making sure you're giving your body everything it needs. You're giving it all the anti-inflammatory stuff. You're giving it magnesium. You're giving it protein. You're giving it energy. It's really, really important. Um, so another really big point here is to avoid stimulants. So avoid alcohol, caffeine, um, any kind of energy drink, that kind of stimulating food, even foods really rich in sugar. I know 
you're going to probably have more cravings at this phase, but look at the sources of sugar that you are having. Um, so, you know, look at how can I swap this out? What's a better alternative for me? Um, and essentially we want to optimize our nutrition choices here so we can make sure when we do get our period, we have covered all bases to support a healthy and somewhat normal bleed to really minimize those symptoms. Now, at this phase, it's important to be aware of how your energy levels are changing and sync your workouts to that. So maybe in the first week of your luteal phase, you're feeling okay, you're feeling a little energized still, and you can probably keep up your normal routine. However, the second week, you may really notice a drop in energy levels as you come closer to your bleed. So that's where you have to tone it down a bit. So moderate exercise is the go here. So that's things like Pilates, light jogging, resistance training. And if you're someone like me who does something like F45, which is HIIT training, I will simply just tone it down a bit. So I won't go as hard. I will take it a little bit easier. I will be a bit gentle with myself. I'll still do the exercise, but I just won't go as intense as I probably would in other phases of my cycle. So really look at where are my energy levels at? How do I feel? And just work out accordingly. Don't push yourself so far. Like I feel like as women, we're not listening to our bodies. We're not listening to our cycles. We're not tuning into the different phases of our body. We are different to men. We have, you know, so many hormonal changes. And although, you know, you may want to go to the gym every day and you may want to smash it every day and do these intense workouts, we're just not built to do those things day in, day out. Learn to listen, learn to be kind to your body, learn to just understand where you're at because not having that, you're actually going to be fitter and stronger and healthier because you're going to be nourishing your hormones. You're going to be nourishing your body's needs because you're going to say, okay, I've got so much energy today. I'm going to go for it. Rather than going to the gym, you're feeling really shit and you're still trying to perform and then you feel really bad about yourself afterwards. Like learn to listen into your body. We have four phases through the month, every single month. So learn to touch on all of those phases and get to know them and understand that your cycle is going to change and it's going to change your energy levels and how you want to move. And you really need to nourish your body according to those cycles. So I will just quickly mention here, everyone's cycle is going to be so different. So the timing of your cycle can really vary from person to person. So although you may not have a 28-day cycle, maybe you have a longer cycle or a shorter cycle, you will still experience these phases. So that is why it's so important to start tracking your cycle to understand where you are at. Okay, so that is my breakdown of the four stages of your menstrual cycle and how you should be nourished and moving your body at each stage. I hope that I broke it down really simply for you to understand and it gives you some power over your cycle so you can thrive and just have a bit more control. So I hope you found that very, very helpful. So thank you again to today's episode sponsor, Balsam, your ready-made meal company with a difference. Experience the convenience of nutritionist designed meals using locally sourced produce with no nasties by using the code GOODDAY and get 30% off your first order at balsam.com.au. Locally sourced whole foods, only the good stuff. Make sure to like us, leave a review, share us on your stories, and I can't wait to see you back here for another episode soon. Love you guys. Bye.